can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics lay a smackdown to the Utah Jazz. 125-97 is the win, and what a win it was. Still have people coming in my mentions saying this is the game where the Celtics are going to prove if they can play right. Uh, And don't really know why they aren't convinced yet. Because the Celtics are absolutely blowing out teams at this point. But, gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game. uh, Run through some of the highs. There aren't any lows, so I'll skip that part. And wrap up with some standings updates. Because we have some more movement in the Eastern Conference here. But to get things started off, uh, this is a tough one for me, for player of the game. But... I really, really want to give it to Marcus Smart tonight. And this is why. I do think that Jalen Brown overall had a better game. But I think Marcus Smart deserves a lot of credit for what he did tonight. Five points, three rebounds, a steal, but 13 assists. Like this entire entire game was run by defense and playmaking. And you can see it. 37 assists tonight for the team. 37. That's got to be a season high. Like I can go back and look at the stats and I can tweet that out whether or not it was a season high or not. But 37 assists is an unbelievable game. And all of that stems from Marcus Smart. This was an unbelievable start to the game for the Celtics to begin with. Right, We started 10 for 10 from the field, 6 of 6 from 3, and we're up 28-12 after about 7 minutes. Like an all-time start, offensively, defensively. Great start to the game for the Celtics here. Marcus Smart was a huge part of that. Marcus Smart had 10 assists at the half. And listen, take that, take that either way. Not a lot of minutes were played by the starters in the fourth quarter. Like, Ime emptied the bench pretty early. One of the earlier games as far as bench minutes. So this is an impressive win. Marcus Smart played 27 minutes, right? He probably had close to 18 by the time halftime, probably even close to 20 at halftime. So this is a huge game for him. Defensively, I thought he played really well. Uh, But offensively, he continues to run the offense at a super pace, I might add. Like, this is something that fans have been calling for, right? Someone already, I saw a post on Facebook, tweet about it as well. Marcus Smart only had three points at the end of this game. All upset. How many times have fans complained that Marcus Smart shot too many times, right? How many times did people complain about him taking bad shots? He was two for three tonight from the field. That's it. He took three field goal attempts, made two of them. Very efficient, right? What's he doing to make up for the lack of offense from a shooting perspective? He's facilitating. He's finding guys. 
And he was doing it all night long. A couple great alley-oops to Time Lord. Had a couple of excellent uh, backdoor passes to Jalen Brown. One in transition that was spectacular. But he's continuing to play the game the right way. And this is why I need to give him a shout-out here. Because he's not a guy from a stat sheet that typically stands out. But he is doing everything right. And this is a big game for him here. Uh, But outside of Smart, I think we had a lot of great performances. Jalen Brown, I think, was the next guy. I think he was the next best tonight. Uh, 26 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. So again, we've gone back and forth where Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown has a, a big assist game. Tonight it was Jalen. Five assists, moving the ball well. Super efficient from the field again. 10 of 17 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Again, this is a huge game for Jalen Brown. And I love the fact that he's getting into the offense, putting in whatever he can. Right? There's been a couple games recently where Jason Tatum goes out and gets eight assists. Marcus Smart's going out, doing similar numbers, eight assists, right? When those two guys are facilitating at a high level, we've seen it from Al Horford too. When they're facilitating at such a high level, Jalen Brown knows he has the ability to just go out and focus on offense. And that's what he's been doing. Tonight, he did a little bit of both. And I love seeing it from him. Jason Tatum, the counterpart, 26 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, a block, 9 of 15 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. These guys continue to put up monster numbers. I talked about it a couple games ago. They were the one of the first pairs to go back-to-back 30-point games with less than 20 shots. But guess what? They're staying under 20 shots. And they're still right up there for scoring. Like, there is very little more you can ask from these guys. They're playing at such a high level, and it's not strictly shooting. They're getting people involved. They're making the right plays. Jalen Brown, in particular, is cutting to the basket at an exceptional rate that is helping this team drastically. Like this, they are playing the way they need to play. And when they're doing that, they're getting contributions from everybody else. You know, even just strictly staying on starters here, Al Horford, nine points, six rebounds, three assists, three blocks. Efficient. Robert Williams, 12 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, two steals, four blocks, six of seven from the field. Efficient. Up and down, you look at this team and what we're getting from contributions, and it is efficiency on efficiency on efficiency. Up and down. One through, let's call it nine or ten at this point. But seriously, another double-double for Rob Williams. Al Horford, Rob Williams combining for seven blocks. Jason Tatum adding in another for eight for the starting lineup. Like this team, this defense is otherworldly. Like, it's insane how much better our defense is than any other team in the league. 
like a couple a couple of my favorite quotes from today, right? Scal said this. Celtics are embarrassing the league with their execution lately. And that's not far-fetched. Like, we are absolutely destroying teams. That entire West Coast trip, and then add in today's game, we're beating teams by over 20 points, which is ridiculous. And it's not like we're playing bum teams. We're playing solid basketball teams. This is a good Utah Jazz team. Like, it's a good team. 45-28 had essentially the same record as the Celtics coming into tonight. They do not have a lot of people that are missing. They have a pretty full roster, and we smacked them around. Like, smacked them around. Offensively, defensively, it was pure domination for the Celtics. Uh, So it's great to see. Another one, Mike Gorman. Hassan Whiteside had a... It was, a, it was a solid play, right? Like, he got blocked from Time Lord, got the ball, and just went right up, dunked on him immediately after. And then he starts flexing to the crowd. Mike Gorman goes, well, don't think anyone really cares about that when you're up, when you're down 23. And then throws in a little chuckle there. Like, this is what the Celtics are doing. They are absolutely demoralizing teams at this point. And you love to see it. You know, obviously, we've focused a lot on the starters here, uh, but the bench needs another massive, massive shout out. We've got three guys on the bench tonight, all in double digits Daniel Tice, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard. We've talked about Derek White, we've talked about Pritchard recently. Want to talk about Daniel Tice here. He played 17 minutes tonight. Wanted to give Al Time Lord. A little bit of rest, which I think is great. I, th- I still think Al Horford could have played less than 30 minutes in tonight's game, especially considering we won by 28 points. But Daniel Tice put up 17 great minutes. 11 points, 3 rebounds, an assist, 2 steals, and a block. Like, beautiful, beautiful, like, time for him. Right? He had one stretch... I want to say it was the second quarter where he caught a a floater from Horford over or he threw up a floater from Horford over Gobert, hit a three from Time Lord after an offensive rebound, had a big dunk from JB on a backdoor cut, and then immediately after that dunk blocked Carlson or Clarkson after he blew past Time Lord. And right after that, he basically got subbed out. He got a standing ovation from the crowd. Standing ovation. Because he went on a four-minute stretch of pure brilliance out there. Looked excellent. Uh, But these are the things that you're getting from bench players now. You got it. You have to give a lot of credit to Brad Stevens here. I I don't know how many times we talked about it last season. This team desperately lacked depth. And he was really forced to play a seven-man, eight-man rotation. But that eight-man wasn't doing much. That's not the case this year. Derek White, another guy, still struggled from the field a little bit. Only four of ten, which not terrible. Two of three from three, however, which is great. But end of the game, ten points. 
three rebounds, five assists. You talk about facilitating being one of the the key factors in the Celtics' big run here, right? Marcus Smart's been at the head of that. I've been saying that over and over here. Derek White is playing at such a high level from a facilitating standpoint, but he's not getting the credit because the shot's not falling. This is the exact conversation that we had about Marcus Smart earlier in the season. Like, we wanted Marcus Smart to stop shooting. We didn't want him taking a bunch of shots because he wasn't shooting it well. Guess what? Derek White, not far off. Like, obviously, two of three from three tonight, great. I'll take that all day, every day from him. But the five assists, that number is huge. And it's something that the Celtics need to continue to build on. Like, there's a reason he played 31 minutes tonight. It's because those minutes were super efficient. Similar to him, Peyton Pritchard coming off the bench. Another monster night. Like, this kid is just so impressive. So impressive right now. He is on a career stretch where he's going to remember this stretch the rest the rest of his life. Like, seriously, he went, I think it was 10 of 10 for one point before he missed his first three last game. And then tonight, 3 of 4 from 3. Ends the night, 11 points, 3 rebounds and assists, 2 steals. And they showed a highlight after the end of the after the game here of Jordan Clarkson on him who has a couple inches on him easy right like he's got size and he's got weight on Peyton Pritchard and no matter what Clarkson tried to do Peyton Pritchard shuffled his feet got right in front of him over and over it happened three or four different times Clarkson tried to make a move Peyton Pritchard would not budge Like, he played, and it forced a steal. Like, this is what Peyton Pritchard can bring to the team. He's a guy that's going to go out there, hustle his ass off defensively, move his feet, and hit a bunch of threes. And this is a beautiful game from him. And you see all of those things, right? So just those three players alone, you've got 32 points coming off the bench. Again, Or not again, but I'll say this now. Yes, I know the Celtics won by 28 points. And you saw a lot of bench minutes tonight. Grant had four. Cornette had four. Neesmith had two. Stauskas had three. Broderick Thomas had two. The only person that did not score on the Celtics tonight was Sam Hauser. That's it. That's it. And he played five minutes. Every person contributed tonight. Like, the bench itself is scoring at an alarmingly high rate. And this is a, clearly not a bad thing, right? It's not, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's going to be consistent come playoff time because I do not think that Ime is going to stretch past eight, maybe nine guys. I still think when you're looking at you know, the playoff rotation, you're really looking at White, Pritchard, Grant, maybe Tice, in certain circumstances where an Al Horford or Robert Williams gets hurt or are in foul trouble. Like, those are the guys that are going to get playing time. So eight, maybe nine in a stretch. 
at this point, I think it's fair to say Neesmith probably not going to get a major role come playoff time. It's late in the season for him to try to develop something there, but this is a this is a really good win against a very good team. Uh, but I do want to talk about some of the standings here because this win brings the Celtics to another point where you know they're moving up the Eastern Conference standings. We had other games happen tonight that also had implications. So I want to talk about the standings here. Before I do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can get $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round, and who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so want to talk about some of the standings here. Before we do so, I did confirm Celtics season high 37 assists tonight. Beautiful, love to see it. Let's talk standings, right? Tonight, today, big day for the Eastern Conference. Philly Right now, as of this podcast being recorded, is beating the Lakers or are beating the Lakers by about nine points right now. Uh, But we also saw the Warriors go out and beat the Heat. So that brings the Celtics a little bit closer here. So right now, Celtics, you've got Miami number one in the Eastern Conference. One and a half games behind them are both Milwaukee and Boston. Philly, two games back. After tonight, assuming the 76ers continue to beat the Lakers, because the Lakers suck, will still be in a three-way virtual tie with Milwaukee and Philly for the second seed. Right, Only a game and a half back for Miami. Again, Miami right now 47 and 26. 
47 plus 26 is 73. So they've got nine games left, right? Nine games, we've got eight. That gives us that amount of time to make up a game and a half for a potential one seed, right? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. I've talked about, I talked about it last podcast here. Uh, I didn't think it was feasible about a week back saying like 14 games left. We were down three and a half games. Didn't think that was feasible. Four and a half games, whatever it was then. Uh, didn't think that was possibility for the Celtics team, but they are continuing to just win. Win, win, win. Nine and one in our last 10. If you go back the last whatever, 14 games, we've probably won 12 or 13 of those also, right? On a five game win streak, that streak, the highest in the Eastern Conference, the number one record in the last 10 in the Eastern Conference, the hottest team since January. So, yes, it's very, very possible that this Celtics team could get all the way up to the number one seed. With that being said, do we want it? I don't know. I'm going to continue to stand by my last statement and say that the Celtics really should be aiming for three to four. Like I've also said, I am not a fan of throwing games. So if the Celtics continue playing and end up in a one or a two seed, I will be happy. All that means is that we've got home court advantage through the Eastern Conference Finals if we get the one seed, or at least through or up until the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, which is huge, right? Like, if we end up in a three seed or a four seed, it means we avoid Brooklyn first round, right? That's awesome. But if we get that two seed, it's possible we face Brooklyn. If we get the one seed, it's still possible we face Brooklyn because they also lost tonight, which means they're sitting just one game up on Charlotte from the nine seed. So again, there's a lot of movement there and they have not been playing well. And this is another conversation that I had with a couple people today, whether or not Brooklyn was going to be legit or not. Kyrie Irving, New York City, said that they were going to basically lift the mandate. Kyrie's going to be able to play at home soon. Uh, So come playoff time, which is huge for the Nets, right? I personally do not think that Durant and Kyrie is enough to beat this Celtics team, this version of the Celtics team. What I also don't think is that if Ben Simmons comes back, it'll be about a year that he has not played basketball in any shape or form, coming off of a horrible playoff performance, right? So after a year of not working, coming back from an injury on a completely new team that he has not played with, I do not think that he's going to fit into that offense perfect right away. So if we get them first round, so be it. Honestly, I think if we get them first round, that's probably best case scenario if we're going to face them at all. If we have to face them, I would rather do it in the first round, kick their asses out of the playoffs and call it a day. Move forward. So listen, 
If we end up with the Nets, so be it. The Celtics can move past them. I truly believe that. Like, if you look across the landscape of the Eastern Conference, I like our chances in any seven-game series. Milwaukee's got Giannis. That's clearly a very tough matchup for anybody because Giannis, there's a reason they call him the Greek freak. Like, he is unbelievable and for whatever reason has the Celtics number. However, the Celtics have played very well against them the last two seasons. So I still think it is any, like, I still think the Celtics have a chance against anybody. So listen, that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. This is an unbelievable win. The Celtics are moving up in the standings closer to that one seed with the possibility of getting there. Uh, make sure to stay tuned though, because this is gonna be a, this is gonna be an exciting stretch down the road. If you haven't done so already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, and more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five star written review, everything helps. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.